small differences can sometimes have a huge positive impact on your sleep quality. And that's why I'd like to thank Moonbow for helping me sleep better each night. Their memory foam pillow is designed to eliminate your neck and back pain for good. And it starts with the five removable layers of super plush supportive memory foams, allowing you to find the right height to optimize your comfort and rest. I've had the pleasure of sleeping on this pillow for a few weeks now, and the difference is simply fantastic. I'm beyond comfortable as I sleep, and I wake up with zero neck pain, something that I've grown accustomed to and frankly thought was just part of getting older. Shop a variety of quality sleep products created to help combat distractions and discomfort that steal your much-needed shut-eye by visiting moonbowsleep.com and using code ASMRPODCAST for 15% off your entire order. That's M-O-O-N-B-O-W-S-L-E-E-P dot com to shop for the sleep of your dreams and use code ASMRPODCAST at checkout for 15% off your order. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we are trying to tackle brain fog in a somewhat ramble, somewhat pseudo-scientific way to try and figure out how to clear brain fog and think with clarity, precision, and efficiency. Brain fog is a topic I hold near and dear to me because I suffer from it frequently, I have a bit of an active mind, and sometimes it's difficult for me to slow down and think about things uh, properly and really execute on my ideas. You know, the manifestation of ideas can be difficult, and it can be as simple as, you know, an example, trying to figure out a new episode or what to ramble about on a podcast. I mean, I'll, I'll sometimes really struggle to focus and and just put in the work. So... I found a source for two to figure out how to approach getting rid of brain fog, and I thought it would be a useful idea to try and learn about it together and see what we can do about it. Let's first start off with what is brain fog and what might be starting it. So from WebMD, uh, brain fog isn't a medical condition. It is a term used for certain symptoms that can affect your ability to think. You may feel confused or disorganized or find it hard to focus or put your thoughts into words. Some things that may cause brain fog include pregnancy. Many women find it harder to remember things during pregnancy. Carrying a baby can change your body in lots of ways, and chemicals released to protect and nourish your baby may bring on memory problems. You also have medication. Some kind of drugs, over-the-counter and prescribed, can cause brain fog. Menopause. Women may find it harder to learn or remember things when they reach this stage of their life. Chronic Fatigue Syndrome, CFS. With this condition, your body and mind are tired for a long time. You may feel confused, forgetful, and unable to focus. There is no known cure for CFS, but medication, exercise, and therapy may help. Depression. You may not remember things well or be able to think through problems easily when you suffer from depression. Treatment for your depression, which includes medication and talk therapy, should help you get back on track, could help you. Lack of sleep is another common reason. You need sleep to help your brain work the day it should, work the way it should, excuse me. But too much can make you feel foggy too. Aim for seven to nine hours. Um, So those are just some common 
common results. Now, you know, there's no need to necessarily put yourself into a box as to where you fit on there. I think um, one thing they don't touch on that I find myself kind of struggling with is sometimes I'll have too many ideas coming at once. Um, I think it stems from the idea of wanting to almost in some way, I always want that, that, uh, reward system to kick off. For me, I find that what really, um, makes me feel content is when I see an idea I have or a project I have really moving along well. And it's sometimes hard for me to change that idea. So for example, um, if an episode hits a new uh, milestone, let's say it's, you know, it, it's got more downloads in, in a certain amount of time than previous episodes, that kind of, you know, that makes me feel proud. It makes me feel like I've made the right decision to continue work on the podcast and to, um, you know, make that kind of content. Sometimes if uh, I work with a great sponsor that helps, um, you know, keep the sh- show on, excuse me, almost choked there <clears throat> a sponsor that helps you know keep the lights on and and uh you know helps helps me uh uh financially you know it's obviously significant because for me i enjoy this because of the passion of it but at the same time to be able to uh have something of a um side career with something that you love so much is you know makes me happy but sometimes you know i'll go in a slump where you know, maybe a sponsor doesn't want to work with me. Maybe they're not getting the results that they want. So they're not too content. I'm not too content because I, you know, I want to deliver something better for them. All this is to say that occasionally I find that if, if I don't have that next big moment, you know, the, the landing of a sponsorship deal, the new downloads, um, you know, the new emails, emails that I get from you guys telling me about how positive the show is for you. Um, it gives me that same kind of reaction and, you know, sometimes I'll get one a week, two a week, three a week, more. Sometimes I'll get one over the course of two or three months. It's just the way it works and it's fine. So again, all this is to say that for me, what I think adds to my brain fog is my desire to always look for that next hit of happiness from my projects. Same thing happens at work. Obviously, you know, I don't talk too much about my work, but you know, if I give a good presentation, if, if I work with the team and, and, uh, we're hitting results, then that gives me that same hit. And it's that in between stage that I find sometimes I will struggle to focus on things that I don't, um, you know, for example, it, let's say, let's say for the podcast. So let's say for work, let's say I have, um, let's say that there is a, a course I could take or, um, a web series that'll help me understand more about podcasting or help me more about a certain topic related to, um, my work. But maybe at the end of that course, there is no payoff in the sense that I can't take that knowledge immediately and apply it and get that payoff. That's what discourages me. And I, and that's wrong. Really, that is wrong. You know, I shouldn't look for, I shouldn't do work and I shouldn't do things with the idea of saying, what well, is the payoff immediately? Because there are so many things 
that if you're patient with them, they pay off over time. Um, so, again, this is something I'm, I'm more just sharing my experience. Number one, to uh, share it, but number two, also to start rambling. And I'm wondering if any of you have a similar issue where in your head you get really fulfilled by, um, you know, for some people it's it's personal things. For some people it's, you know, they, they get a lot of fulfillment from uh, their hobbies. They get fulfillment from spending time with their friends and family. I do as well, obviously, but, uh, you know, I, I work a lot and, you know, since that's what I do most of the time, you know, I think it's the, it's like the little kid in me that always wants to, and I've, I've always been like that. I've always liked, oh, I like that idea. I like this idea. I like this project. And I like to try and execute that project. And for me, again, it gives me a lot of fulfillment to see, uh, you know, something like the podcast, right? It gives me a ton of fulfillment to see uh, people enjoying the show, people listening to the show, it being something that I've incorporated into my everyday life. Um, and you always want to see things continue moving in a positive momentum. You want to see, again, the show get bigger, better, um, and 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 help more people generate more revenue. It, it's, it's this whole, because that's what I aspire to. I, I want to have the maximum uh, effect on things I do on these projects. So anyway, I mean, that's, I really am rambling about this. So I found a website called alternascript.com. I will include a link in the show notes, but here's some of the things that they recommend to try and help with brain fog. So it reads, most people have experienced mental fog. It's often described as a cloudy-headed feeling. Common conditions include poor memory, difficulty focusing, uh, and struggling with articulation. Overworking, multitasking, again, part of my problem is I have so many things on the table that I try to work on at the same time that I, I don't do any of them well. Multitasking or substance abuse, such as alcohol, can cause this foggy feeling. So, some things they recommend. Number one, change your diet. Brain fog can be caused by foods in your diet. Approximately 15 million Americans suffer from food allergies. Meanwhile, countless more are unaware of a mild food allergy. Excuse me. Food allergies can start at any age or be triggered from poor gut health, such as autoimmune disorders. For example, gluten sensitivity is linked to brain fog. A study of 11 newly diagnosed individuals found a gluten-free diet helped improve focus, memory, and verbal fluency. Many people suffer from a gluten allergy but don't know it. Other common allergies include casein, which is dairy products, egg, peanuts, and soy. Um, I think I might have a little bit of gluten sensitivity. I find that uh, I love pasta, but if I have pasta in in the early afternoon, if I pasta at night, it doesn't matter what time. I have this very noticeable hour or so after I eat um, that I'm, I almost get down and I get uh, so tired that it's as if I haven't, you know, it's like as if I, I didn't sleep at all. It's very weird. Research also indicates that low-fat diets can lead to cognitive decline. 
Studies with dementia patients with dementia patients found high fat diets decreased brain focus. Dehydration can also cause impaired cognitive performance. Drinking too little water leads to an unhealthy gut, which can cause constipation or diarrhea. Consider your own diet, and if, and if there is anything possible causing your mental fog, take note of how your meal sits with you and experiment with elimination in order to discover what foods might be clouding your head. Their second suggestion is to take supplements. Try taking a supplement like OptiMind. It says try it free here. OptiMind contains premium ingredients to help you stay focused and mental alertness. Antioxidants are another key component for a healthy brain. Foods rich in antioxidants are able to fight off oxidative stress. Vitamin D and vitamin B complex supplements are essential for cognitive function. These compounds supply the body with necessary nutrients to cleanse, rejuvenate, and heal. Some supplements are designed to enhance cognitive performance and clear mental fog. Bacopa monieri, better known as water hyssop, 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 or Brahmi is an ancient Indian medicinal herb used to improve memory and, cogn and cognition in healthy adults. The active compounds in Brahmi, known as bacocides, are being evaluated for their effects on the brain and human health. Their third suggestion is sleep more. Sleep is a critical component for a healthy waking reality. It is necessary for your mental and physical health. Regulating and maximizing your sleep will improve attention, memory, and mood. Lack of sleep has severe health consequences, and too much is also bad for your health. While common sense tells us that 8 hours of sleep is the right amount, some people only require 6 hours for ideal performance. Find out what the right amount of sleep is for you by tracking your nightly sleep. Sleep studies suggest that sleep quality is more important than sleep quantity. The brain forms new pathways during sleep in preparation for upcoming information. High-quality sleep improves attention, problem-solving, and decision-making skills. And then they have a sleep quality checklist from Sleep Foundation, which includes regulate bedtimes and wake-up times, uh, nightly ritual or habit that includes winding down, cool, dark, quiet room, avoid alcohol, cigarettes, and heavy meals close to bedtime, comfortable bedding, and exercise daily. Which leads us to their fourth suggestion, which is exercise. You know, I do find all this helps, by the way. Um, I do sleep uh, plenty. I, don't, I never find that to be the problem for me personally. And I do exercise pretty much on a daily basis, although um, I think I need to do a little bit more uh, difficult exercise. You know, sometimes I'll just walk for 30 minutes and it's like, you know, may as well just jog for 30 minutes. Anyway, exercise is a fantastic way to eliminate mental fog and stress. Working out opens your blood vessels, gets your blood flowing, and increases oxygen levels. This dramatically improves your body's ability to perform physically and mentally. Research suggests that exercise actually boosts the brain's cognitive flexibility. Even walking for 40 minutes three times a week can increase brain health. Studying the effects of running on depression found that running appears to increase cell growth in the hippocampus. This suggests that exercise improves learning and memory. Aerobic exercises and exercises exercising in the morning seems to be the most beneficial for brain health, brain health and memory. Sticking to a schedule and having a workout buddy are great tricks to pick up a daily habit. 
fifth suggestion from this source is to chill out. In today's world, our lives are pretty hectic and often full of stress. Most of us don't take time to chill out. The science of stress is well documented as documented as a deadly hormone that hurts the body and weakens the immune system. Stress can also lead to brain fog. Here are a few ways to decompress. Zen out. Meditation can reduce stress, lower blood pressure, and improve overall health. It increases mental awareness as well. Researchers studied factors such as hearing, vision, and blood pressure amongst meditation practitioners and found meditation resulted in younger physiological testing. Jam out. Listening to music is known to reduce stress levels. In fact, classical music has been shown to slow down pulse, heart rate, and lower blood pressure. Music can also provide security, relieve stress, and boost self-esteem. Um, I do think I'm guilty of this. I think sometimes, going back to what I was mentioning before, I get so caught up in work and the podcast. I have probably, um, legitimately, I have another project or two that I work on in my personal life um, <clears throat> that I, I try to stay committed to. And I, I think that's a place where I, I do fail you know, because obviously you're focusing on work and then a lot of your off time is dominated by, in my case, it is dominated by the podcast and this other project or two that I'm working on. And again, these projects, they give me a lot of satisfaction and, and a lot of self-worth and self-esteem. But what happens is, again, if they're not working out that well or if I'm struggling with something, I stress out about it and I want to work on it more. But on the other side of that coin, you have the opposite occur, which is sometimes, you know, one or two or all three of them seemingly are moving in the right direction. And so it makes me so happy to see that they're moving in this in the right direction. I want to continue that momentum and I want to continue being in that state of happiness while working on these projects. And um, either way, regardless of the scenario, it's conducive to basically not taking time to relax and spend quality time with people and be a little bit more mindful about how I spend my time. So I do think that, that I, I, I am uh, very bad at sort of following that particular prescription to try and reduce brain fog. The sixth solution provided by this source to try and reduce brain fog is detox. Modern living means high exposure to toxins from our environment. Cleaning supplies, upholstery, and clothing contain toxins, toxins that can hinder cognitive function. Chemicals for maintaining the lawn, furniture, and cars also contains toxins. These toxins build up in your liver, kidney, and throughout the body. Heavy metals are toxins commonly found in water, air, and food. One example is copper toxicity, which is more recurrent and harder to diagnose. Symptoms include confusion, mood swings, and disorientation. Heavy metal detoxes focuses around the adrenals to prevent burnout. It's also important to minimize your exposure to toxins. 
Bowel toxicity or candida infection requires detoxification to remedy brain fog. This involves fasting, drinking plenty of water, and changing your diet. It may also be blood sugar related. Regardless, most of the ailments require detox to relieve symptoms. Reducing mental fog goes hand in hand with changing your diet. If you suffer from poor memory function, adopting any one of these techniques to your life will drastically improve your cognitive performance. So, again, to review from uh, AlternaScript, their suggestions are, number one, change your diet. Number two, take supplements. Even though they didn't really provide too many, they provided uh, Rami or whatever, but that was it. Three was sleep more, focus on quality. Uh, four was to exercise. Five was to chill out. And six was to detox. Um, all I think are valid. Uh, I think, again, chill out is probably one that I need to really work on. You know, I find that also when you isolate yourself in your work or you isolate yourself in your activities by yourself, what ends up happening is you start growing a little bit more antisocial and you start kind of to, to forget how fun and how great it is to take time to yourself or take time with friends and family. So I would definitely encourage you to consider that. Now, I have a second source from fityourself.club and they have nine steps to eliminate brain fog um, and what's interesting is they have basically um, what they call via negativa and via positiva so via negativa is basically uh, things to quit that may eliminate brain fog and things to start or do that may eliminate brain fog so via negativa uh, via negativa um, the first thing they recommend to get rid of brain fog is actually quitting caffeine. So in effectiveness, this writer gave it a 4.5 out of 5. And it reads, this was a huge win. It single-handedly increased, increased my baseline of dopamine, reward chemical, and serotonin, calm slash tranquil. It normalized adenosine, made less tired throughout the day, and decreased cortisol, which is anxiety. It's been more than worth it. Gone are the days where I wake up feeling like I was hit by a truck. I don't crash midday anymore, and I feel more centered and in control. Even if brain fog does pay me a visit, it's more manageable and less acute. Make no mistake, the withdrawal phase was tough. Um, and it says, pro tip, overcome caffeine withdrawal symptoms by decreasing your intake strategically and progressively. The second thing they got rid of was quit binging on carbs and sugar, and effectiveness was 4 out of 5. I used to eat a pint of Ben & Jerry's every weekend. My record is 3 pints in one night, and I won't tell you what else I ate that night. I stopped that and overhauled my diet over time. Most days I have low carbs, medium fat, high protein. It turns out the body interprets this type of heavy carb dosing as a sign to slow down and get sleepy. Your insulin gets involved and your body starts rushing blood away from your head and toward your stomach to increase digestion uh, chronic sitting effectiveness three and a half out of five why do so many things go right when we move more perhaps a neuroscientist can answer that 
Daniel Wolpert explained in his TED Talk, a talk with over 1.7 million views, that our brains didn't evolve to think, they evolved to move better. The brain evolved not to think or feel, but to control movement. Um, instead of cramming loads of work into long sitting sessions, I instituted movement breaks every 30 to 60 minutes. Usually involves a quick walk or some stretching. It was hard at first, and I still sometimes forget to unglue myself from my seat, but there's a clear improvement in clarity each time. Then you have distraction. So quitting distraction effectiveness was a 3 out of 5. This involved eliminating Facebook for all of 2016, having nearly no apps on my phone, and making it very hard to get sucked into online distraction by using Stay Focused. How did this help? Generally, it made me less addicted to dopamine hits. That technology is so good at triggering, and it made me bored enough to move my body more to hunt down better outlets for my creative energy. So then via Positiva... Uh, so things that this writer started including included meditation. Effectiveness was a four and a half out of five. Meditation is one is the one thing that affects everything else I do. I mostly stay away from the religious and mystical aspects of it because I'm too in love with its practical use case. Imagine your mind state being like the weather. It can be rainy, stormy, sunny, cloudy, or any other variation. Also imagine that meteorologists don't exist. Blend it together and you have the most people's you have most people's inner life. They are in a mood they don't know how they got in and they feel trapped by it. Meditation trains you to see the weather coming. It trains you to operate within it, trains you not to be a slave to it, and it trains slow the game down and be in this moment. This isn't a magic pill, and I would never recommend one. It doesn't happen overnight. It requires dedication. But meditation will help you in many areas of your life, including your ability to outwit including the ability to ability to outwit brain fog and become better at getting stuff done without being at 100 percent um the rest are pretty much just overlapping with the first source that i was um speaking about the only difference is uh she recommends vitamin b12 I couldn't believe that vitamin B12 helped me as much as it did. It turns out that most people are walking around deficient in one vitamin or another. So, uh, in particular, vitamin B12 helped this person with that. She concludes by the last part, which is applying. Quote, well, that wasn't a comprehensive guide, you might be saying. I don't even know where to start. Start with what you think the most consequential change would be. Ask yourself, can this be affecting my biochemistry or neurology significantly? The steps I took are known to have obvious effects, so that's where I started. It might seem obvious, but when it comes to via negativa, don't remove anything that isn't essential to life. Uh, when it comes to via positiva, don't add anything without doing sufficient research or consulting your doctor. And I think that that's a good idea, is basically, you know, if you're not doing any exercise, why not start by walking 30 minutes in the morning or 45 minutes in the morning uh, for three straight days and see how you feel. Uh, maybe instead of two cups of coffee, have one and then have half a cup the next day and then see how you feel. Maybe take vitamin B12 for two weeks and see how you feel. Maybe, um, you know, maybe, maybe focus on going to sleep an hour earlier and seeing what difference that makes. And um, 
I think for me personally, one thing I can recommend again is celebrate the little accomplishments. You know, if you're someone that likes to work, if you're someone that really likes to try and get things done and, and you're so motivated by trying to to hit the next milestone, whether it's professionally, personally, emotionally, you know, celebrate those little moments where, um, you know, something as simple as you made your bed in the morning, that's a check mark. You went for a walk, that's a check mark. Uh, you got to the office on time, that's a little check mark. Um, you know, you, you, uh, you, uh, you answer that email that needed attention right away. Check, you know, so, things that seem so inconsequential. I think it's important just to, um, you know, you called your, your, your friend or your mother, or your father, you know, you called someone and let them know how much they mean to you. You had a 10 minute conversation with them before you got to the office. That's a check mark. These little things need to be celebrated. And I think it's very easy for us to get distracted and want to hit that next milestone without really considering the good little things that we do from time to time. So either way, I hope that helps. Um, I'm certainly going to try and apply some of these things to see how it affects my brain fog. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, you can always reach the show by emailing hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening and take care.